0: These are the funniest people I know,
1: these are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping collars, and sketches. Characters and interviews and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these
2: are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know.
3: Hello world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know radio show and podcast. We're on vacation this week, but we couldn't leave you guys without your weekly dose of comedy. So we're bringing you a best of the funny people with some of the funniest moments from the past 100 episodes. Joining me today is our newest co-host, Abigail Williams. How's it going, Abigail?
1: Ooh, it's going good, George. How are you? I'm
3: good. I'm good. I snuck away for vacation. I'm in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina in a social distant hotel room looking at the mountains. So this is pretty nice.
1: I'm pretty jealous. I just got back from Disney World for my vacation. It was also socially distanced, but hot and bothered because you wear (laughs) a mask literally everywhere. (laughs) I'm not complaining, okay? I'm not an (laughs) anti-mask.
3: But it was hot. I bet. I've done the late summer Disney thing, and I have found it painful.
1: Whew! We made it.
3: Well, thank you for joining me during our vacation to record this episode. I thought that you're joining the cast, so this would be a really good time for me to share with you some of my favorite funny moments from the show. I know that you've studied and listened to every minute of this podcast before agreeing to join,
1: but every second has <laughs> been lovingly scrutinized.
3: <laughs> I, I'm sure you could ace a, a class at a university on funniest people I know. Oh, but yeah. Just in case you missed some stuff, I thought we'd hit on some highlights over the next couple of weeks.
1: Okay, that could help. Sure. All right.
3: <laughs> the first moment I want to go to was one of our first pop culture blind spots. What we do here is we watch movies or TV shows that we've totally missed. TJ saw Godfather for the first time. And then Will made me watch The Sound of Music. <gasps>
1: one of my favorites i can't wait to hear this
3: i was dreading it i thought i was going to hate it the guest on the podcast that day was comedian mark kendall so that's the voice you'll be hearing here's my review of the sound of music
0: We've got a segment here called Pop Culture Blind Spots okay. where one of us has to watch a movie or a TV show that you should have seen by now. George, you begrudgingly <laughs> begrudgingly. Watched the sound of music, yeah. which you'd never
3: seen. No, I had it. I sent you some choice words via text message <laughs> before I had to watch it. <laughs> which I can't repeat on public radio. Which
0: I have to admit only encouraged me to assign you that yeah, movie.
3: Yeah, it wasn't going away. But I didn't Hate it like I thought I would. Oh, I, it's pleasant, and I you know I like old movies. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. I made my husband Chris watch it with me. Watching the Sound of Music together is the gayest thing we've ever done in oh, our marriage. My God. Um, <laughs> The gayest? Yeah. Wow. And so uh, there's this one iconic moment I know from the movie, and come to find out, it's the first shot, so that's how well I knew this movie, Right. it's mm-hmm. like her singing on her that in mountain. in the hills, yeah. yeah. And then it made me think of the Brady Bunch movie, and Sister Act, and The King and I, and Not Without My Daughter, and I was like, oh, I really like those movies better. So, oh. so it made me think hmm. of a lot of movies that I guess are inspired by this, uh. but I'd prefer. So then I watched Sister Act later, because <laughs> it's uh, I To cleanse it the palate. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Sister Act,
2: oh my yeah. gosh. Oh so my gosh. Yes, yeah.
3: yeah, The story's about these mean nuns got rid of a fun nun, and so they send her so to nanny for some family with seven <gasps> kids, which is far too many kids, uh, and yeah. why would you send a nun as a nanny? That doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me. They didn't explain that. They were just like, here, go do this job. This is what God wants you <laughs> yeah. to do, and that's not fair. You can't just tell a nun, God wants you to do this, mm-hmm. and then they have to do it. They have to. It's like their job. <laughs> Yeah, she meets these kids, and all of them look ridiculous. (laughs) And... (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then she uses the drapes to make them clothes and they look worse. Yeah. They look worse. Yes. So yes. They're now wearing drape clothes. Yes. And there's that one they call her Liesel, And the actress, I mean, she's good enough, but she's like way too old. Like I think she's older than Juliet Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Debatable. this like 50-year-old woman mm-hmm. is like the oldest daughter. 16. <laughs> going on 17. <laughs> and she'll stand by it.
4: <laughs> so,
3: so apparently the dad's in the military and he's forbidden these kids from singing mm-hmm. which is a weird thing to forbid <laughs> yeah kids from doing and specifically in public he's like my <laughs> children do not sing in public yeah. and it's like when has this come up right. so that you had to make such a policy yeah was
1: that a problem before with his children yeah, I
3: don't know and he like turns his back and the first thing they're doing is they're singing that stupid Do Re Mi song yeah. in public in the pajamas she made out of drapes mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, you should have your kids out in public in pajamas like, there's a side story where he has this fiance I guess and she's like I don't like this character this baroness because she's not do you guys remember her? She's not good enough or bad enough she's just kind of like there mm-hmm. Yeah. and then she breaks up with her, him right? and then that night oh she makes him throw a party right? She's like oh, I have an idea yeah. you should throw me a party I, oh. and then cut to a white tie affair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what's that about? Who makes somebody throw like a giant like ball? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the ballroom looks like Trump's bathroom
2: <laughs> 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 Would you not done the same though?
3: I guess if you can, yeah, like I
4: mean, me a party. exactly,
3: I would do. For so, a
0: big grand exit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so th-
3: that's the night the dad hooks up with the nun, spoiler alert, which is totally inappropriate. She's <laughs> a nun. She's married to Jesus. Wait, did <laughs> they hook up or did they just kiss? That, that is hooking up with a nun. In that time.
2: Interpretation. Yeah, and Everyone it. is mm-hmm. hooking
3: up in this gazebo, right? Right, Like, yeah. like they are going to have to clean this gazebo by the time little brother grows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then they get married, which is, again, totally inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And then wedding bells cut To Nazis. Out of nowhere. Nazis. Did not see that coming? It's like they were like, oh, we forgot conflict. Let's bring Nazis into it. And so I like rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, here comes this third act. And it's the best part, I think. Like I was really on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, are they going to get away? And then they decide to do this concert, so they do sing in public. Gotcha, Dad. And then of <laughs> all the songs, this oh, movie's famous of songs, they sing that stupid Do Re Mi song. It's like oh. the one that teaches them how to sing. Anyway, I'm going to give the movie a solid B oh, yeah. for better than bad, right? okay. better That's... than expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But I could go the rest of my life without watching it again.
1: <laughs> what a disaster! What? <laughs> who talks about the sound of music like that you are you're concerning me I don't know where I stand with this George I
4: should
3: There's, have been
1: on this episode what a disaster
3: there is so yes I agree this movie was a disaster okay no, I don't know no. how it's a classic hit
1: okay I'm just gonna give the quote fun none I did like that I took a little <laughs> bit of joy out of the fun nun. I have read that Liesel and the dad, Von Trapp, did have a romantic thing going during filming.
3: The actors?
1: The actors. The one who played the dad and then Liesel, who played his daughter, were romantically interested in one another. According to the gossip I've seen in the (laughs) Southern (laughs) columns, they had a flang going on. I also read that Julie Andrews was breastfeeding during the filming of that.
3: Liesel? (laughs) No.
1: You are so ridiculous. Oh, And I got to tell you, as somebody who did nurse for a while, I don't even know how you did it. I couldn't have. So I was double impressed with her. Maybe it was Mary Poppins. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) It's a solid A+++, so I'm just going to bump your rating a little bit and I can move on from there. But it hurt me to hear you talk so scathingly about it.
3: It's ridiculous. I mean, it's fun. I can see how it's a classic. I liked it way more than I thought I would. But it's a ridiculous movie. And I could have spent a whole episode picking it apart. Do you have any
1: pop culture blind spots we'll need to explore? Many. I was a middle of five homeschooled child. So I figure pop culture blind spots is a specialty of mine.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Abigail. As many longtime listeners of the show know, we have a conspiracy theory on the Funniest People I Know podcast. And I know I've talked to you about this that Whitney Houston was murdered.
1: Oh, I Um, totally believe that.
3: (laughs) I'm so glad you're on the right team.
1: I completely agree, sadly.
3: We've had lots of converts. This is a big scandal. It took up a lot of episodes. But one of the random facts we learned is that Whitney's assistant left her alone in her hotel room for 20, 30 minutes to go and pick up cupcakes. And when she got back, Whitney had drowned. For some reason, our audience got stuck on this. I received so many messages and emails and questions about these cupcakes. So we took the bait and we reached out to the cupcake place and TJ called Sprinkles Cupcakes and asked the woman at the cupcakery about... (laughs) Cupcakery? So this is TJ calling Sprinkles Cupcakes in L.A. to ask them about Whitney Houston's murder.
5: Thanks for calling Sprinkles at the Grove. This is Emily. How may I help you?
2: Hey, Emily. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. This is Sprinkles at the Grove, L.A., right? That's right. Excellent. I'm having a party for my friend, she's my best friend, and I just want to ask you some questions and just get some yeah. recommendations if that's cool.
5: Perfect,
2: yeah. Excellent. What kind of flavor of batter do y'all have?
5: Oh, we have a lot of flavors. What I'd recommend you start with is looking at our website. Oh, okay. It's going to have our flavor schedule on there. We do bake certain flavors on certain days. That makes sense. So if you were looking for one particular flavor, taking a look at that schedule is going to help you.
4: Mm Hmm.
5: Okay.
2: And y'all's icing flavors are online as well.
5: Yes, our cupcake flavor includes the icings. We don't do customizations on different pairings. Right. The strawberry cupcake comes with strawberry frosting on top. That's the only one that has that flavor.
2: Y'all have uh, sprinkles that go on cupcakes as well?
5: Yes, we do. We offer them in varying flavors. We have vanilla on our vanilla. We have chocolate on our chocolate flavors. I have rainbow sprinkles on our sprinkle cupcake. Ooh, that
2: different, sounds good. Yeah. Bren is like really in the pop culture and like celebrities and everything. And I was wondering if I could just get this made the same order as a celebrity has placed, mm-hmm. place maybe by chance.
5: Uh, yeah, it depends though. We do offer flavors seasonally, so if Mm. this was an order from a while ago, it's possible that items are not in stock anymore. Also, we might not have a flavor on the day that you order for. Do you know off the top of your head who it was or what Um, the order was?
2: Of the celebrity? Yeah. Whitney Houston.
5: The one that I know of recently, there's been a documentary that's come about where she requested red velvets before she passed away. What? That's what I know about. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah, wow.
5: Yeah, that's the real tea. It has cream cheese on it. That's oh our most popular God. flavor. And in the, Have you watched the recent documentary about her?
2: No, but I need to.
5: I haven't watched it either, and oh. I need to watch it too, but apparently, oh. according to a couple of guests who've come in, her final request was for her assistant to go from the hotel she was staying at in Beverly Hills and go and get two red velvet cupcakes at our <sighs> Beverly Hills location.
2: Two red. Her
5: assistant left her, came back, and found her.
2: Oh, my gosh.
5: I know. I'm sorry. I just got
4: chilled.
2: Oh, <gasps> me yeah. too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Wait. What's your name again? Emily. Emily. Yes. Oh my gosh, Emily. That is crazy. Did the sprinkles have cupcakes? I mean, sorry. Did the cupcakes have sprinkles?
5: No, they were the red velvet. That's our it's most. The popular red velvet, just like so it's plain, plain cream wow. Kind of cocoa flavored, and then it has a cream cheese on top.
2: Oh my gosh! Wow, that is crazy. So yeah, I think I'm gonna get that. Sure. But let <laughs> me make sure and take a poll from the rest of the crowd, and then yeah. I'll call back. Oh, my God, TJ. We got so yes. much information from yes, that. Yes, we did. She was willing to spill the tea. I
6: know. That must be an L.A. thing where she was, who's the celebrity? We'll yes, get you the deets. Exactly. It's red velvet with cream cheese. Yeah, that's
7: the real tea. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's clearly no baker client confidentiality. <laughs> no. So she's convinced that it's the red velvet cupcakes, right?
7: Red
6: velvet but with But they cream
3: don't cheese. come with sprinkles. I
6: thought she said the red velvet did have sprinkles. She said we said have they... to go on their website.
3: So now we have to do some more homework.
7: Also great choice, cream cheese. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's That's like my
3: favorite cupcake. I always knew that Whitney and I were soulmates, and that just proved it. I I Uh, really
7: wanted to place an order. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) by the way, can I get? Can you ship
3: them to the funniest
7: people (laughs) I know? So, do you guys think sprinkles were added in transport? Uh, Maybe Brenda Lee's onto something.
3: Do you think the crystal meth Mm -hmm. sprinkles that Brenda Lee was talking about? Ooh, good question.
6: I I want to hear from our listeners how this cupcake information influences the conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs)
3: oh my god i love it every time
1: i love how he's like i'm wanting to order these cupcakes for my best friend like they're my she's my best friend and we're like okay i totally am not buying this from the beginning (laughs) like you're so obviously lying fake
3: the premise of this party is ridiculous.
1: Hi, um, Cupcakery. Um, I'm TJ, and I'm definitely um going to order some cupcakes uh, <laughs> in a minute for my friend. I do have a friend.
0: <laughs> Her name's Brynn.
1: Yeah, uh, Brynn. Uh, yeah, uh, me, Brittany. Brittany. Uh, and we're good <laughs> friends. Happened in third grade, so.
3: <laughs> Imagine if that was your party. Like, TJ's like, surprise, Abigail, happy birthday. And then you're like. What are these foods and decorations? These are all the things Whitney Houston did and ate the day she died.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, what a great premise. <laughs> I love it. But first, Emily, the cupcakery associate, seemed like she was really not about it. She was kind of like, uh-huh. Yeah. And then he starts talking about Whitney Houston. And all of a sudden, she's, yes, let me tell you. <laughs> she's I'm all like, in. She completely changed <laughs> gears there. And I really liked that. I like you, Emily. Yeah. sorry uh, so tj i'm assuming never did call her back the liar
3: no no he never did buy those cupcakes for bren
1: ghosted her mm. <laughs> sorry emily
3: she's still there waiting for his she's call. just
1: waiting for this phone call i gotta tell you i'm disappointed there were no sprinkles on there because to my recollection there was um a theory that there could have been drugs in sprinkles and i was kind of excited about that theory it's a little sad that that's not real
3: Our caller, Brenda Lee, suggested that someone might have put crystal meth sprinkles on the cupcakes, and Emily told us there's no sprinkles on the red velvet cupcakes, but in the documentary, the woman said there's sprinkles, so
4: (gasps) Brenda Lee's theory matches. I didn't even put that together.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know how crystal meth sprinkles that you didn't actually get to eat because you were dead before the person (laughs) arrived with them
7: would would drown you.
3: So sorry, Brenda Lee, we just (sighs) debunked that theory. I don't know why it took us this long.
1: Yeah, but at least we've solved one mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Cross that one off the list. Abigail, one of the things we like
3: to do on the show from time to time is really use the media of radio to do old school radio plays. We call it audio theater. We bring in local actors and have them perform sketches we've done on stage or things that we could never stage, but work on radio. And one time our friends Daniel Noon and Lily Nas came into the studio and recorded a sketch I had written called Mass Mistake. So let's listen to that.
6: Oh my god, Nick Shh Nick Shh Nick be quiet. Okay, we're in church. When do we get our booze? They don't serve
4: booze at church. It's mass, not a cocktail party.
6: Madonna made Catholics look fun.
4: Look, okay, my parents are right over there. Babe, I love you, but they will cut me out of the will if they don't think you're a good Catholic girl.
6: But I'm not Catholic.
4: We both know you're not above faking it. Fine. Tell me you didn't just take a
6: selfie. I'm not lying to you in church. This is not the place for social media. Wrong. My hair looks amazing in candlelight. Everyone's gonna die when they see me on Insta Story. <laughs> OMG. You'll never guess where I am. What's this place called? Church. Duh. What's its name? Saint
4: Bartholomew.
6: Ew. Lame. They should name it after someone hot. Ooh, like St. Ryan Gosling. Ugh, I would totally worship him. Psst, psst. Hey, come here. Who are you talking to? I'm getting the busboy's attention.
4: Busboy? That's an altar boy, mary
6: I don't care that he's gay. Hey, can I get some wine?
4: Altar boys aren't gay.
6: Right, and nuns aren't gangsters. <laughs> yeah, hey, you, yeah. Can I get some wine? I was an altar boy. Oh, that's okay. I made out with my sorority sister a couple times. No, not that little cup. You know what? Just bring me the whole bottle. Now what are you doing? Getting some vino. That
4: is Christ's
6: blood. Ew. Do you have rosé? (gasps) Hey, girl. Don't worry. It's Ashley. Huh? Where are you? It's so loud. The strip club? Girl, it is 10 a.m. You're crazy. Shh.
4: My parents are staring at us. Shh.
6: I'm on the phone. I've got to go. We're at church, and Nick's being really rude. Ugh. No. Girl, I asked. No booze. Just Christ's blood. right? Carrie. Okay. I'll have to call you later. Bye. I'm hungry. Hey, Alter, Are those crackers gluten-free? Seriously? He's not a snack bar. Maybe I have a mint in my purse. OMG. Nick, why are you kneeling? Are you proposing? No, 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 no. I'm just kneeling. To pray, like everyone else. See? You should probably kneel, too. (laughs) You're not getting me on my knees that easily, mister. You're literally the only person standing. I can't kneel in the skirt without showing the busboy my business. Altar boy. I don't care that he's gay. I'm not wearing any underwear, so he'll totally see my cha-cha.
4: You're not wearing any underwear?
6: Yeah, no. This skirt totally shows off panty lines. (laughs) I am not tacky.
4: That is actually kind of hot.
6: Ew! Are all Catholics perverts? Shh! Please be quiet. (sighs) I just want this to be over.
4: Come on, Carrie. You're in a beautiful church. Look around. Admire the art. Pray or something.
6: The ceiling is kind of pretty. I should totally post this on my Insta. Oh my god, you guys, this church is so beautiful. Just like me.
4: Oh, man.
6: (laughs) Would you
3: believe that that's actually a real experience? No. That's based on a true story.
1: No, no way.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I took a friend of mine to church. I'm Greek Orthodox, big elaborate Easter service at midnight. And I took her and right when the church was super quiet and candle lit and it's just kind of beautiful, she says that line. This church is so beautiful, just like me
1: get out of here. Yeah. I totally thought this was just a ton of BS. I never in my wildest dreams actually thought, did she actually ask the altar boy for?
4: No,
3: why? no. I took some <laughs> liberties, but the idea of this person in this moment just stuck with me. That happened 20 years ago. And I just keep Going back to that, that's literally one of the funniest things that's ever happened in my life.
1: It's so beautiful, just like me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll never forget that. I long. really
1: admire that confidence. I don't even know what it takes to be that confident in yourself.
3: <laughs> I've never been that confident about anything in my me life. neither.
1: <laughs> I love it. I think Daniel and Lily are hilarious. That was a great read. Yeah. I yeah. saw this staged because I was with Nonviolent Offenders when we did this show, and it's hilarious live but actually hearing it like this with the sound effects in the background and stuff, it felt different to me. I thought it was funnier this way, which I usually wouldn't say that, but I actually thought this was funnier.
3: Thank you. I really like this piece because it feels like you're just in the next pew listening to this conversation. Yes, I love the music
1: in the background. I loved it. I thought they did a great job too.
3: You actually joined us in the first season of the show, which I didn't realize it was that early the first time you ever came on.
1: Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah, you joined us when Will had to go on Christmas break. And I love putting TJ on the spot, if you haven't noticed. It's one of my favorite things to do on the show.
1: It's one of the best things, too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to call this because he didn't write anything. But he doctored up some Christmas carols. And we did a writer's graveyard where we had you and Lily sing these Christmas carols.
4: That's right. I
3: remember correctly. You call him out on how little work he did.
1: (laughs) That sounds like me.
3: (laughs) Here is the clip. This week, I put TJ on the hotspot in the writer's graveyard as an added plus. I didn't let him pick his piece. I just picked one for him. I like that. We're really nice to TJ that way. Uh Yeah. Yeah. TJ wrote some little song pieces for the holiday show coming up that Abigail's in that didn't end up in the show. Rope,
2: slaved over, what? (laughs) doesn't matter. He's not upset at all. Yeah, not
3: at all. Anybody who looks at this paper knows you certainly didn't slave over (laughs) anything. (laughs) uh, Let's take it. I'll have you guys start with the first one.
1: Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree How flammable your branches
2: <laughs> Hilarious, hilarious so start
1: this one, I think I'm behind you Sleigh bells ring Slave bells ring Ooh. Are you listening Are you listening In the lane In the lane Snow is glistening A, A beautiful sight night. We're happy tonight Sitting in holiday traffic Ooh.
4: <laughs> so
2: local so,
1: <laughs> the, the amount of thought that had to have gone into these I'm... two so far is just blowing my Slaved. mind Slaved um...
3: <laughs> Okay, next
1: one Okay, um, bum bum bum, grandma, grandma got, got run, run over by a reindeer. Doo-doo-doo. Walking home from our house, Christmas Eve. Bum 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 bum. You can say there's no such thing as health care. What? But she's one of those who said no thanks. Oh,
2: Cause she's conservative.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when you have to explain the joke, you know it's a uh, winner.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Um. Last one joy to the world the lord has come the apocalypse is here
2: <laughs> because <laughs> That's it's revelations no that one is okay. definitely Got my it. favorite wow. yeah
1: i mean it makes sense if he's come again then you know, <laughs> it's here it's happening it's happening and right. about how long tj did it take you to write hours how hours days? how many days, uh, how many days uh, like yeah and i just it's like to days. point out that you in reality wrote one, two. Three, four lines. The rest were all original lyrics mm-hmm. from the song. Okay, yes.
3: just,
4: yeah, get an yeah. idea for mm-hmm. your workflow. Way to go.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Lily's like, you wrote one, two, three, four lines. <laughs> yeah, I wish that I had said that. She got it. You're the one who was like, I wouldn't call this slick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love putting TJ on the spot.
1: To be fair, I can see the humor in the idea of just some really awkward stand-up open mic person coming and singing these drab songs but if you don't have the context for that
4: you're like, what is this? <laughs>
1: some comedy really is all about context yeah Ooh. yeah <laughs> sometimes things are funny ideas well lily and i sounded so great so good for
3: us you did. i have to say i love lily's radio voice she sounds so too. good
1: I thought you were going to say mine, so I'm a little disappointed. But, you know, I also agree that Lily's is great.
3: I love your laugh. I think your laugh is one of my favorite radio laughs ever. Yours and Robin from The Howard Stern Show are two of the most infectious
1: laughs I've ever heard. The Howard Stern Show. My poor father of Stern
4: (laughs) Show.
3: My favorite thing we've ever done on the show is when Will had Alexandria read the trashy romance novel, cinderella's christmas affair this just broke me in the moment i still laugh thinking about it
1: oh man i'm excited to hear it
3: so this is cinderella's christmas affair this is a
0: book that was sent to us by a long-time listener what's the name of this book
7: cinderella's christmas affair
0: excellent you've heard fall we might as well pop over into christmas right tj
2: no <laughs> too early <laughs> no we stay in fall
0: I want to get into this book a little bit, just get a taste for it. And I know you're trying to launch your career as a voiceover
7: artist. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Can we
3: read the cover of it?
0: Okay.
7: On the back cover, as some would say. (laughs) What everyone, (laughs) that's a name (laughs) of it.
4: On
7: the back cover of what they call a book.
3: (laughs) I just broke DJ. (laughs)
4: That's
7: Charmed. It hardly took the stroke of midnight to remind C.J. Terrence that, despite colored contacts and hot couture, she was still the mousy schoolgirl disposed to fairy tale delusions. Mm. All it took was a chance holiday encounter with Tad Randolph. Years ago, the tycoon whose business could make or break her career had befriended her, then betrayed her. Now he wanted redemption, and more than a kiss beneath the mistletoe. <laughs> Heaven help her, so did CJ. She craved Tad's taste and touch, always had, and something told her that fate in the form of an unlikely fairy godmother had delivered this second chance. <laughs> Still, CJ wondered if she dare believe This Christmas affair could lead to ever after.
2: I hate it. I hate it so much. This sounds like the worst book in the world.
3: What? what, This has to do with Cinderella. I don't know. I don't don't know. You picked a passage
7: for her.
0: Yes, identified a passage where things start to get a little steamy. We get some background on CJ. What's it called again?
7: Cinderella's Christmas Affair. Why does it say desire on the front?
0: It's a romance novel, right?
7: So like a Danielle
3: Steele.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. it's a okay. uh,
3: follow-up to Snow White's but, Winter Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
7: <laughs> but not as well written. Okay. <laughs> this is on the 50-cent section
0: of the book, the markdown section? It might have been free.
7: <laughs> CJ's father had run off just after Thanksgiving, the year she was 11, with an 18-year-old cheerleader. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> And her mom had been diagnosed with cancer ugh, oh, God. two days after Christmas when CJ was nineteen. Oh. So the holidays always represented not just joy and a season of giving, but also sadness and a sense of loss at what could never be again. Sounds like a sexy book. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm here to help you. <laughs> Tad stepped into her Step Saver kitchen, and CJ backed up a pace. Her what kitchen? Step Saver. What is that?
0: (laughs) They have to be close together. It's a very tiny kitchen.
7: Did I suddenly develop some communicable disease, he asked. (laughs) (laughs) What is
2: the vocabulary of this book?
7: (laughs) (laughs) She flushed. No, why? Because you keep dancing away from me. What's up? Kathy Jane. Oh, who's CJ. Kathy? oh, CJ. CJ. Kathy Jane's. Oh, I, Kathy. I thought C. it was a reference to somebody, too. I was like, who's this <laughs> Kathy Jane
2: person? I don't yeah. get this reference. Okay, Kathy.
7: <laughs> she forced herself to stand her ground when Tad came closer to her. It wasn't that she was afraid of him, it was her reactions that made her leery not even marcus who she'd contemplated marrying had made her skin tingle her pulse pound and her body ache the way tad did mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Hmm. Tad's got it going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. All up in that step kitchen.
7: <laughs> right? Yeah. So close. Like, are they breathing? Did he brush his teeth this morning? I hope so. Also, I don't how know. many people are in this room? Just two.
0: Why
2: are you confused about the number of people? <laughs> Just <laughs> Kathy, Jane, and Ted. I swear it's a fourth person. <laughs> <laughs>
7: He's like, there's Just
4: Kathy he... <laughs> And Jane and CJ. It's so crowded <laughs> in that tiny kitchen. I'm stressed <laughs> out.
7: He reached out and caressed her face drew his large, calloused forefinger down the side of her cheek. (laughs) His wizard green eyes watched her carefully, and she struggled to keep any sign of what she was feeling from her face. Marcus had taught her that men wouldn't hesitate to use a woman's body against her. Oh, no. So,
3: so <laughs> don't make any expression
0: right.
7: as he scratches
3: your face with his callous. Oh, she's just sitting there like staring at him, blank face, like she's playing poker.
2: Okay. And what like,
7: color were I'm those just eyes? D-
3: Wizard green
2: eyes. Wizard
7: no. green.
3: That's not a color.
7: No, it's not a color. No. <laughs> no. Can she express herself if it's uncomfortable? But that's a whole other thing. No. <laughs> yeah. I know you better than that. She shivered again as he took his hand from her face and turned to the plate of cookies.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that definitely made my surprise. <laughs> Wait, is that favorite kitchen?
4: Uh,
2: wow. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so random.
0: It's a romance novel with just random Christmas words yeah. thrown in every now and then.
3: so odd. He rubbed her stocking against her skin as <laughs> she looked at the tinsel. <laughs> Isn't it a Christmas romance?
7: Oh, my goodness. Have they mentioned a fireplace yet? They're in the
0: tiny kitchen with a plate of cookies.
7: Okay. Okay. God, she hoped he didn't really know her. Didn't realize that her feminine instincts were stronger than her control. Oh, God. Are you kidding me?
3: Are they talking about the willpower to not eat the cookies? Right. Yeah, yeah. They because just really want to... F Milano. that, I'm eating a
7: cookie. Yeah. Especially if it's a Nestle toll house. Mm, okay. They're usually ginger snaps,
3: which can kiss
2: my
7: ass. Uh, I just bought a box of ginger snaps. Back to the story. At this moment, she wanted nothing more than to order. She had to tilt her head back to meet his gaze. And when she did, she wished she'd hadn't. <laughs> Awkward <laughs> right. Never mind There was a heat there that, that mirrored the longing in her soul
4: mm.
7: Nervously She licked her lips Girl <laughs> His eyes tracked the movement And he leaned the tiniest bit toward her Before stopping Do you want to?
3: That's hot Hell you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
7: Hello <laughs> Her blood ran heavier in her veins, and she knew that what she wanted, really wanted, was for him to notice her as a woman. That's literally what he's doing.
3: Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's grabbing your cookies, lady. Okay? okay. He's noticed.
7: Like, please, just get talk to someone. They can help you build your <laughs> self-esteem. <Yeah. laughs> okay. <clears throat> no matter how dangerous that attraction would be, she wanted it. But she hadn't lost her mind. This new Tad was too big. Too
2: (laughs) new Tad? That's another person in the kitchen now. (laughs) So many people in this house. (laughs) This tiny, tiny kitchen. (laughs) They just keep
7: coming in.
2: (laughs) Oh, there's enough
4: cookies.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness, okay. 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 Large and in charge, as her ten-year-old niece Courtney would say. I'm not in the ego-building business. Kathy Jane, this has nothing to do with ego, he said. He settled his hands on her hips and drew her closer to him. Tad, I really don't think... That's right, don't think... Now he's taking oh. away her agency? <laughs> wow. Seriously? Wow. Okay. up on that, dude. <laughs> he lowered his head toward hers. Her hands rose to his shoulders, and instead of doing the prudent thing and pushing him away, she kneaded his shoulders, leaned up on tiptoe, and met his hungry mouth with her own. Oh my God, she thought. Tad Randolph is kissing me. <laughs> she's actively thinking that that's hot <laughs> like once she blurted it out like oh my god <laughs> he said it while he's kissing her he's like Tad oh Randolph is kissing me <laughs> that's the end. the
3: end of the segment that awesome. sounds just like Cinderella mm-hmm. I grew up with
7: yep I was getting too high mainly because there was so many people in the <laughs> so kitchen so yeah. in the kitchen they, they were baking was. all yeah. these cookies I think that we just ran out of space for air <laughs> yeah. but yeah I'm ready to see the steaminess that is to come mm. Tad has a lot to learn. The two pages said a lot. I read between the lines. There was so much between those lines. Yeah. Like, the writing's on the wall. <laughs> it's not on the page. Okay. CJ girl, talk to somebody. You're beautiful. Yeah. You don't need <laughs> him to validate you. Mm-hmm. But Tad, you're assertive, which I like, but a little brash. You know, Just A little right. crowding. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Take your time, Tad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think everyone should get help, get mm-hmm. some advice. It's always good to seek out the opinions of others. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Say so much. <laughs> There's nothing
1: to say. You know, it's like, I, I'm gonna start with like, why is it Cinderella's Christmas affair? Like, I like I mean, why
3: Cinderella?
1: And why not Easter or Halloween? <laughs> and like Cinderella, but she's C J.
3: Yeah. Nothing about shoes or princess. I didn't finish the book, but it certainly didn't seem very Cinderella-y to me. I don't know why she called it that.
1: Nothing about the segments that Alex read made any sense to (laughs) Cinderella being in the title. But I will say, Alexandria's voice is butter. At first, I found myself getting distracted. Like, I wasn't even paying attention to the content because I was like, "Ooh, I really like this." And all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden, I was like, "Pay attention! What's going on here?" Also, at first, I thought that she was saying that the girl ran away when she was 11 with an 18-year-old, not that the dad ran away. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> "What kind of nasty
4: thing?" Have we got
1: here? Like Alex is like trash, and I'm like, "I should say." i was like oh wait 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 i think it's the dad okay okay this is taking a weird turn for me
3: still trashy but different
1: still trashy but acceptable trashy i guess i was like i can't get past this if it's 11 year olds
3: i'm suddenly inspired i think i want to write a poorly connected fairy tale romance novel
1: Kind Rapunzel's
3: Easter Affair.
1: Oh, yes. And like These kind of books really give you hope. To all of our listeners out there, I just hope you realize if you're on the brink of going after your dreams, you need to go for it. I mean, if this trash can exist and make money, so can you in your dream. Go for it.
3: That is so inspirational.
1: So many things I have left undone. And this has pushed me to get out there.
3: It mean, should be your TED Talk. You should just go and read a chapter of this book and then be like, <laughs> if this can get published, you can achieve your dreams too. That's
1: so good. Yes, I will. I think I will. That's my newest aspiration because that book was trash.
3: Well, Abigail, thank you for joining me for this walk down memory lane. These are some really great moments, and we will reconvene again next week and do it again.
1: That's great. I look forward to all the other disasters to walk through. Thanks <laughs> your,
3: your funniest people <laughs> education before you get on the show.
1: I am yeah. avidly taking those
3: F P I one hundred and one.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Thank you, Abigail, for joining me today. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you so much, producer Jane, who edits the show. If you enjoy the show, please review, like, subscribe, share it with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and now, Abigail, big news, we are on Audible Podcasts.
1: Oh, dang.
3: We made that
1: big time, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That money's going to be rolling in.
3: (laughs) You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. We'll be off again next week, but check in for another Best Of episode. Have a hilarious week. Bye.
4: Uh